Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Autumn. <laughs> What's up, Autumn? I feel like I don't have a, as good of intro as Mason. <laughs> well, you can work on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I need Mason, like, sitting to me. And I'm Mason. Yeah. Well, we'll get, we'll get our own little mojo going. This yeah. is our, what is this, our third Cup Talk episode together? Yeah. You know, I'm just a backup gal. You know, I th- you're getting a little more playing time lately, you know? Stepping <laughs> <laughs> up my game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so Mason's off tonight, and we got It's Autumn. been a busy Monday. It, it has been a busy day. Like I... It was a busy weekend. <laughs> into the busy week, and it was a busy week. And it's going to get even freaking busier. Like, this weekend is nuts. Yeah, so this last weekend we went to Rock Springs. <laughs> yeah. And with two day like what, two, three day notice or yeah, something. Yeah, Thursday like we got a like a team snap was like, Hey, we got a opportunity to go up to Rock Springs. Who's in? And we're like, and Hell yeah. Yeah, we're like, We're in. <laughs> Jeez, more games? Because we were in, we were we're not supposed to have a game this weekend. Right. And we do have tournaments like for yeah. Four weekends, we have three tournaments, right? Yeah, we have three tournaments the next four weeks. Yeah. And some games in that one weekend off next weekend. Yeah. So, well, no, no, yeah. Next we week. love it. Yeah, Salt Lake so, Lightning program, man. Shout out to them. Yeah, that's, it's been super fun just to, you know, be part of it. And, you know, it's it's been a new learning curve. And it's 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 hard at some points where, like, like I'm not coaching really. Yeah, that's one of the hard things. Like I, I'm helping with goalies here and there. I but. guess for me too is like sitting back and letting the coach do his job. You know. Yeah. Because I know when you were like the head coach, it was easy for me to be like, I from a, from the stands as a mom that has watched a freak a ton of hockey. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I feel like the kids need to be doing this or I feel like they're struggling in this aspect or, you know, these are kind of my thoughts and I, not that I'm coaching the team, but I, you know, it's kind of like an opinion coming from me to you. And so you put that into play in whatever way you wanted to on the ice. Right. But it's so hard to like sit back and just be like, yeah, you know, go, go for it and not feel like you need a say. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, coaches with the lightning like that is one of the things that like i've noticed is there's a lot more coaches i mean last year coming from a team where me and don coached most of the year and then aaron kind of jumped on board just to kind of like hey if you guys need extra help and he kind of just jumped on to kind of help and that was great because it's always good to have an extra set of hands and whatever and aaron never played hockey growing up and stuff and he you know that that's fine. It's fine that he's getting you know, into the I game. I have and to shout out to him though because he's worked really hard to try to learn. Yeah, like he yeah. really is. His kid is taking interest um, in a sport that he's never played, and so for him, he you know I I give props to the to the dads that get out there and really try to learn the game to help. Yeah, so we came from that last year, where it was mostly just me and Don. Like doing the coaching and Aaron, you know, he gave us two cents when we asked and that's on the D one team. Yeah, that was on yeah. the D one team last year for the D C win. And then going to this year where I was gonna be the head coach kind of thing, me and Devin were gonna like do it together. And we yeah, we stepped away. I mean that whole issue. 
And being with the new lightning program where they already had stuff established where, you know, they, they have, have they, four or five coaches. Yeah, they have a lot of coaches. And yeah, it, it's hard. I, I bet every dad out there kind of deals with like the, the like dad coaches like or is your kid getting fair play is your kid getting you the know, same I think it's also easier too when you're watching the game from the stands to notice those things yeah so for you now you're noticing those things whereas when you're on the bench you're not noticing really what this line's doing or that line's doing or how long this line's been on the ice or you know maybe you are but not at all times there's a lot of things you're looking at on the ice right yeah and so now as a parent you it's hard because you you are overseeing all these things yeah, and you, you want your kid to have the best experience, and you want everyone to have an, a really good experience. And when I coached last year, I really tried to, and it probably, and and Lexi kind of let me know, and you let me kind of know that I, I almost didn't give Lexi credit where yeah. credit was due. because You didn't I give did, credit, and, and it was easy to say, she's my daughter, so I'm not going to play favorites. Yeah. And I almost feel like it put her a little bit on the back burner or didn't give her the validation as much. Not that you didn't validate her, yeah, but we, well, we had our player of the game hard hat yeah, and, and I only chose to give it to Lexi. I think once just cause yeah. I, I just, I didn't want to be the person who like gave the best. You tried award. to be a fair coach where you just kind of tried to make it fair, a fair playing field. Well, I where, didn't, I didn't want any parent to pick, Oh, who got player of the game? Oh, Lexi. Yeah. Oh, of course. Nick's kid, you know. Or one of the other coach's kids. I constant, think, constant. I think you that's know. one thing me and Don did is like we really tried hard not to like play favorites with yeah. our kid. And so, I mean, now it's like I'm, I'm on the other side. Of, yeah. the, of the. I think it's giving you a whole new perspective. It is. And I, you know, and I really enjoy. As a coach, you're seeing the coaching side. But you you haven't been in the stands to watch your kid. I mean, it's weird for me for you to be sitting next to me. Because I'm so used to you being like on the ice or on the bench or something. You're kind of getting the perspective of sitting back and watching and kind of evaluating her game. Not the game as a whole. Yeah, and that it's been different because, I mean, there's things that drive me nuts as I'm sitting in the crowd. I'm like, oh man, I wish I was on that bench right now just so I could, you know, like, hey, let's stop doing this, you yeah. know, like, hey, let's stand inside the blue line, not outside. <laughs> hey, the they blue did line. a lot better the last even, couple of games, and even tonight, I noticed with. The Lady Grizz, like they it happened it a lot. Tonight. I noticed and that I too. Like, Maybe that's because we were pointing it out. And I, I just think like it drives me nuts. These kids, and I'll say what, and like it's been a problem. But like our second game in Rock Springs, so like our first game, so we went out there. We played a f- Saturday morning game. Mm-hmm. We drove out early Saturday morning. We played a game, and I mean the score was ten to one, but that's that's relevant really because you're just looking at the gameplay and it was a really sloppy game i think by both teams the first game yeah definitely was like yeah we won but it was a lot of just throwing the puck in throwing it in and it was yeah. kind of like let's get well, as many it reminded shots on me net. of might hockey how it's kind of like slap the puck slap the puck like if yeah. you get to it just slap it if you get to it just shoot from wherever you're at not not this like crisp making plays making passes you know that kind of a thing and, and I love talking with these coaches and, like, not I, – I really, like – I feel like I'm complaining right now about the coaching of the Lightning, but I'm not. Like, I really oh, appreciate no the coaching there. 
and I feel like it. They they validate what I say, and that second I, game, like, and and I walked into the locker room just to tie Lexi skates, and Chris was telling Lexi like how about a regroup and stuff, and he was like, she played defense yeah. both games, and she's new to defense. Yeah, she's, she's used to playing center, so. And so she's on her like what third game of playing defense yeah. in that second game, and he's teaching her how to regroup and like pull the puck back. And I was like, "That's awesome! Like that's really good stuff." And and I like I looked at Lexi and like when I tell her stuff, she's like, <laughs> "Your dad." I don't get what you're saying. Like, I don't. Yeah. Understand. And like I just know that means like stop talking to me, dad. Like mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't want to be coached right now. That's like, really what that means. She's listening she to him. She kind of shuts down. She's listening to him. He he was he didn't have a whiteboard or something. He was drawing on his hand. It was kind of funny, <laughs> you know. And props to him. Like I wouldn't have like drawn on my hand. I would have probably drawn on the wall before I did my hand, but. <laughs> Um, he was showing her like how to regroup and I was like, that's pretty like advanced stuff, you know? And I like, and Lexi's like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And like, I was like, so Lexi, you understand what he's saying? And he, she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, what is he saying? And she like, like recited it back to him. And I was like, all right. Okay. <laughs> and he even said to me, in the, he's like, I actually went to the bathroom and like he walked in to like wash his hand. Probably, he was washing his hand. <laughs> I think about it. He was washing this play off his hand, and he was saying, "You know, it was it was good that you you asked Lexi like, did you understand? Because you know, and and we told Lexi today like every coach is going to coach you different, mm-hmm. but the best hockey players probably take a little bit from every coach they've yeah. ever been coached, and like that's fine." And so the second game we played in Rock Springs was just like. You could tell, and I have to say, like, you know, we, we talked about how you have a hard time. It's kind of been a different um, yeah. view from the stands versus being on the bench as a coach. And I have to say that as much as like, I was like, oh, I didn't really like this. Mm, I really did like this, whatever. I have to say, I know that their head coach goes home and he or to the hotel, I guess, and he analyzes the game in his head, and he really thinks about what the team needs to work on, I feel like it's a whole whole nother aspect. Not saying at DCUN the coaches didn't, you know, think of what the team needs to work on or analyze it or whatever, but I just feel like there is a lot of, like, strategy behind the the practices and the coaching and what he says to the kid, kids and what he's having them work on. I feel like there's so much, and even just like messages, we got a couple messages today talking about um, being focused in practice and things that he wanted these kids to be watching at home and doing at home um, in order to come and grow as much as they can at hockey. And I just appreciate the seeing that for the little amount of time that we've been there. I appreciate seeing that, yeah. you know? Because as a coach, it's frustrating when kids are just messing around and wasting time on the ice. Yeah. But it's also frustrating when you like you want a kid to learn something so bad and he's like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and you're like go home and like work on this and they come back to practice and you can tell they just yeah between last practice and this practice like they didn't do anything mm-hmm. at home they don't care well and, or it's watch a hockey game and it's like okay they can watch a hockey game but what are they watching for you know and that was one of the assignments that or one of the things that was mentioned was to watch the positioning. And for Alexia, I said that when I talked to her about it, I was like, that is kind of important for you because you've never played defense until yeah. now. 
And so you've watched how many games. I mean, if you know us, you know there's games on our phones. There's games. We're at (laughs) hockey all the time. There's always hockey going on. And so Lexi's always watching games, whether it's live or whether it's on TV. And I think it's important for her to watch the game in a perspective of, there's that defenseman. Now I'm going to watch him and see his positioning and see what he's doing and where he's going, you know, those types of things. And I just, that little message, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's not just watch the hockey game. It's yeah. watch a hockey game and notice this, you know? And, and I did notice how she was, it was like, she was almost like helping kids out with their positioning. She was, yep. she was telling people that, you know, to like go forward, go move over there, get on the boards. Like, and I was really proud of her. Like it was, it was a proud dad moment where I was in the crowd, and and I can almost appreciate that more because it's like I'm not the one telling her to do that. Right. So she's doing it because another coach is telling her, or she's doing it on her own. And so, you know, I feel like this too kind of goes back to this last summer. We kind of had these thoughts of like, do we play her up to 12 U? Like try to get approval for that. Yeah. Is that where she needs to be? And we kind of made the decision to hold her back and keep her at 10 because we felt like she needed that leadership role. Yeah. And I feel like as time, you know, the dust has settled and we're at where we're supposed to be. And, it, you know, she's loving it, absolutely loving it. She's kind of filling that role. And I feel like she's kind of realizing, you know that whole side of things of being a leader. And whereas if we put her at the 12 U level, I feel like she's always trying to keep up. She's yeah. always trying to catch up or she's always trying to be up to the next level instead of feeling like she's still working hard. And I know she's still growing and, and getting better, but she's learning that leadership role. You know yeah. what I mean? And so the set, the long story short is the second game we had in rock Springs. Um, we won nine to two, but it was a way better hockey game. Oh, yeah. Like, are they, on both ends, yeah, Rock Springs the, Rock played Spr- way better, yeah. too. It was just a better hockey game by both teams. And it was crazy. And we even talked with the coach um, after the game for Rock Springs. And, and I said to him, like, that was a better hockey game. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I totally agree. Yeah. Like, like, and he was like discarding the score, too, just like I was. Like, I was like, whatever. The score was 92. Yeah. We both, you know, goalies are goalies in this this age, you know, and some, you know, sometimes you're on the better end of the the shots and sometimes you're not. And he was just like, yeah, our our team just played so much better. And I was like, you guys did play so much better. Mm -hmm. But in, in return, our team played better. And it's so funny that, like, when a team plays better, your team plays better. Right. And it's almost, like, so good to play those better teams, even though you feel like, you know, it, it's hard to want to play those hard teams that you sometimes get those hard losses or more more than more often than not, you're getting those hard losses. But it's almost better to be playing those hard teams because you're playing up to a whole nother level. Yeah. When you're playing these teams that are like, eh, maybe a tie, maybe, you know, lose by one or whatever, you're playing at a certain level. But once you play these teams that you're like, this is a hard game, yeah. this is an intense game you're playing to this higher intense level. And we see that with Lady Grizz because it is 12U versus 10U. The game just moves faster. It's, you know, Alexi's trying to play up to this higher level versus, you know, kind of being the leader and trying to, to kind of, I don't know. Well, well, so fast forward to today she played, which was a surprise. I mean, this morning she was like, 
kind of tired and she does go a lot of hockey and we me and autumn are try to like not like i don't want to wear her out i don't want to wear her out and like so she was almost we were thinking about maybe skipping practice today we we don't love to skip practice and it was like eh, maybe you know you did go hard this weekend you're gonna have a long week well she already has to miss wednesday yeah because of a show we're going to but (laughs) me and i'm gonna go to a concert hey look i got (laughs) it Oh yeah. I forget for a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're going to that concert on Wednesday. So. Some Laney. Some Lanny, Laney, whatever it is. It's but, it's Laney. Oh, alright, whatever. I, I like the music, I don't really <laughs> so. I've been jamming to his music for a while and I'm really excited. Nick got me tickets for my birthday. But yeah, but you know. But back 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 yeah. it up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday. So like, you know, just go and and then we ended up picking up Ash on the way to practice, you know, and mm-hmm. so that worked out for them. And on our way down, um, we're like, yeah, practice. And she's like, it's a scrimmage. Ash's like, it's a scrimmage. We're like, what? It's a scrimmage? And <laughs> I no, knew no, it was you a know scrimmage, it's a scrimmage. But I thought it was like in-house. Like yeah. I thought it was like our team versus our team. And we found out that the DC Wind team had put together... Shout a, out to DC Wind for yeah. putting together a girls team. Yeah, a 12U slash 14U. Like we see you. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, a 12U slash 14U, like, girls team. And, like, our, I mean, like, dude, tonight just turned into, like, a way fun night. Mm-hmm. And even for Lexi, like, like Lexi loves playing games. And she just, like, she yeah. works really hard in practice. So it's fun to watch her play games. And she played two this weekend. And she played tonight. And she played forward. But, man, she, like, it was, like, a whole new girl that I didn't watch this lot. I mean, it's I'm, just a whole different game. Like I watched her play on Saturday and she played pretty well, but it was, it was okay. And then she played on Sunday and like, it was a whole new Lexi. Yeah. You know? And I was like, like, cause I, even though they won 10 to one, I'm not going to lie. The first game I was like, great game, great score, whatever. But I was not impressed with the play. And I try not to say that to Lexi because I, I don't want to be negative. You know what I mean? I mean, we talk about things in the car, but we don't bring it up in a negative manner, you know? And so, but I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, great. We won, whatever. But I just want, I knew there was so much more potential. And so seeing the game on Sunday and seeing them, like, play a better game, I was like, this is what I needed. Yeah. And then today they play and she's playing Mm -hmm. against, she plays with the 12U and then they played a 12 slash 14 U girls team. So it was it was some pretty good hockey Mind out you, there. She's a ten U. <laughs> yeah, she's still ten U. But she hung and like I was like I got in the car and I was like Lexi, that was the best game I've ever seen you play because she was playing forward and she was like covering defense like and I told her yeah. one of the best plays she made was was Paisley had two goals. And so I don't know if like Paisley wanted to get that hat trick or whatever, but Lexi yeah. had the puck and she could have just turned around and went to the net, but she gave it to Paisley and Paisley went up and she went and covered D and it was like, they had like talked about it and, yeah. and like, they probably didn't, but it yeah. just looked like a, like a team play. Like that was, it was, it like was very advanced, this. you Go. know, and yeah. stuff. And it was just like, and I told her, I was like, Lex, why do you not play with that speed? Cause I always tell her, I was like, Lex is like, where's that speed? Like if she played like fast. that in the tenue, I'm like, Oh my gosh. 
in her warm-up, she was ringing all of them into the net. Yeah. And she got, like, six six coast-to-coast, like, whatever you want to call, call it. She skated coast-to-coast, like, six times and could not put the puck in the back of the net. In Rock On Springs. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But, but today... She, she was like, her shot was all right, except for, for she rang, rang it off the post. <laughs> yeah, she she did have a time where she picked it up, and she went from one end to the other and just kind of weaved through, and she shot, and I was like, oh, that's going in. And then it hit the crossbar and up, and I was like, oh, of course. She has yet to score a goal this year. So. I, it's like that little, and I'm sure that every hockey player kind of has – to some extent felt it, but like that little monster on your shoulder of like, dude, you just got to get the first one You get the first one, you know, or after like a, a, a streak of not scoring or whatever, yeah, you know, it's just like, got to get that one to get, you know, get moving, get the ball rolling. And then you're not so like yeah. stressed to get the one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so tonight's game was a blast and they, they rotated the goalies. It was a scrimmage game, but it was so much yeah, fun. Yeah, I guess DC didn't have. I mean, this this team is brand new. Like today was like their first like. And I give them props. Play. I give the organization props for trying to do something new. I know we've had our run-ins with DC, but I respect a lot of people at that organization. Oh, we and still I, love the organization. Yeah, I like to see them putting a team together like this. To me, is it shows they're taking a step. Yeah, you know. And so, I like to see that being someone that has, like, had my hands in D.C. to try to help them grow. I love seeing it. Yeah, so it was an awesome game, and we have gone way too long talking about <laughs> our daughter. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we're, like, driving home in the car. This is why it's not good when I'm on. <laughs> because Mason's like, all right, how'd it go? You win, you lost. Okay, let's go. On yeah. to the next. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean... Yeah, we, we talked a lot. We don't need to go into more. But, yeah, it's it's hard to not coach. And, and like, we've had a lot of things about me coaching next year. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to coach again and stuff. But It's hard. It, it is hard, yeah. It's hard so. to know where Alexi's going to be next year. <laughs> so it's just, like, it's hard. And I, I don't know if it's just us that struggles with what to do next year or where I think, to be. I think every parent struggles with what yeah. to do this year next year like you want to do the right thing for your kid yeah it keeps me up at night i'm not gonna lie we stress way too much <laughs> i i just want her to i want to well, i think for me as a parent all i want to do is set her up for what she um her goals are i guess you yeah. can say like we've had long talks with lexi about what she wants out of hockey and if she said to us I just want to play hockey as a youth sport and, you know, into high school and maybe play some, you know, adult league or whatever. Great. You know, but she wants a little bit more than that. Yeah. So, so we'll stay on that path and we will change this path of the podcast. Yeah, it is not just a, it is not just a Lexi, uh, talk. A Lexi talk. Should have had Lexi on the podcast today. <laughs> she would actually probably love it. Oh, uh, it's been a while since we had her on, but um, jump over to high school um, last week we talked about, you know, like getting out and supporting your team and stuff. And I was informed that Logan, apparently those teams come out to support their, their team. So that's awesome. I heard the Logan barn is rocking when the, team, when the teams are home. So I got to get out there to watch a game. I mean, we asked last week about, you know, what's the best team out there 
but I hear like Sky Canyon and Cash Valley like come out and they support their That's their awesome. high school team. So, but we did see a high school game going on today. Mm-hmm. Skyline played East, and East is actually one of the top teams in that in that Division Two. Hey, I was a East yeah. High Leopard. Oh, All right, yeah. we got an East High. One year. Look at this. We went to Rock Springs last weekend. That's oh where my. Autumn was born. She's a, a local. Oh, for like two years not, after not, I was not born. Not to mean to jump backwards, but man, we went we went bowling. And, <laughs> and Jamie, the coach, and we were bowling with him and his family. And they kept joking that, you know, they're they're bowling with the the the, the locals' husbands, you know, because Autumn didn't bowl, but no. you can't beat the locals' husband. And I rolled the best game of bowling in my life. And they, they kept thunking like I was like Thunkin'. Thunkin' thonkin'. <laughs> thonkin' them. You know, that uh I was I was Some like, profesh. Yeah, like well Dude, I, we have not been freaking bowling in so long and then you get up there and you rock it and I'm like, Who are you? Yeah, dude, I suck at bowling easily. <laughs> and I went home and went to family dinner, we went straight to family dinner and we mentioned bowling and it just got turned into a bowling family bowling tournament. Yeah, like we're, what? We're, we're gonna have a family bowling tournament now, <laughs> I guess in December, so <laughs> oh, you never man. know. So uh but yeah, jump back to high school. We went we, we watched a game today, but autumn is an East High, uh, what do you say, alumni? I didn't graduate from East High. Well, you're still I just, alumni. You went there. For one year. So call it whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was in High School Musical 3. No, uh, <laughs> you really were, but. I was. I'm in there somewhere. Benny's in it a little bit. You it's can, so funny watching, like, um, Alexi. We drove past it. Uh, there was road work on 4th South in Salt Lake one day. And so we went around and went past East High and she like when she saw it, it was like, oh, what? It's the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, dude, you don't even know. Like I went to school there every day for a full year. Yeah, you and, know. And I was I was in High School Musical three, but no big deal. Like to me, it's not that cool because <laughs> like I know the halls and I know you know. Yeah. So I mean, but so East was playing uh, uh, Skyline and. Like like I said, Skyline. The first time I saw them, they were okay. The first time I saw them, they beat. Well, that was last week. They beat Juan Diego last yeah. week. Yeah, and which was Nick was like, undefeated. this team is like undefeated. And I'm like, what? And then it's today, cool to be and then today, live watching an upset. You know, and then today they play East, which was a pretty. They were like in second or something in that D two division, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. And they they own the puck most of the time. Yeah. Like East had a couple they had some skilled players, but they just couldn't get the puck going. Yeah. Like it just like they just couldn't get anything going. They kept doing like a dump and chase. And, I hate the dump and chase. And it drives me up the wall. Dude, like, the dump and no chase. No matter what hockey I don't care, you're watching. I don't care what level it is, like dump and chase can work, but you gotta be committed oh, yeah. to like skating at those boards full speed. Because, yeah. like, a lot of people play dump and chase where, like, they, they go full speed and they hit that blue line and they dump it in and then they go half speed. Yeah. To, like, go and get it. And it's like, you just gave, you just the, puck gave away. the puck away. Yeah. And so, what? They're going to skate it back into your zone and, and potentially score. Okay. Yeah. Like, why didn't you do something with it? That's why I get frustrated with it. And, and the dump and chase only works if, like, by the time you get to the blue line and dump it in, you skate even harder. Like, you mm-hmm. times your skating by two 
three yeah. and you're willing to go into those boards and get wrecked or wreck somebody, <laughs> you know, yeah. like you better be going in there and hopefully you brought the second twig, you know, because you're probably going to break it in the, in the corner. <laughs> like, that's what you got to do to play dump and chase. You got to be willing to like, you know, get another twig. So East <laughs> didn't get it going. I think they ended up losing like eight, two or something or seven. I two. didn't see the final score. six, two. Yeah. Their game ended like right when ours did. But I will say East brought some some crew. They did. I bring, noticed that there yeah. were some cute girls that Brooksy was schmoozing over there. <laughs> yeah, he was hard. all getting comfortable with the two, girls. Two years today. old, he's just going there like squat. Like, What's up? You guys like hockey? <laughs> he you guys really like hockey? Though. You dig hockey players? And then he was all you like mom, waving at him through the window. <laughs> yeah. And then he, after Lex's game, he's like booking it out, like to go talk to the chicks after the game. Like, where's he going? <laughs> Oh, man, that was funny. But I um, also wanted to say high school, there's a, the champion, the D1 championship rematch this Wednesday. So Park Ooh. City, Farmington are playing this Wednesday. So it's got to be That's a good exciting. one. That's exciting. It's a good one. Um, we'll be at the Lanny concert, so I'll catch the recap. Yeah. And I'm excited to hear. Yeah. Um, I did want to mention that I did attend my city council meeting with Syracuse City oh, that yeah. I've been We've talking about. We've had a couple of people ask. About, you know, I, I mentioned that I was meeting with the city council about getting some hockey opportunities slash Dude, ice rink in Syracuse. Whatever, whatever, like, I guess you could say size of opportunity, whether it's something small or something big, something. Yeah. Even if it was in schools, giving them freaking sticks that aren't plastic that you can curve. That's actually a like really how expensive are hockey sticks? You can get like some cheap wood ones for like less than ten dollars a piece. I bet the ones they have now are like eight, six bucks. Like someone needs to make that like their service project is getting. <laughs> Today we passed the Steiner had like a whole garbage can full of sticks yeah. and Lexi's like. They need to just donate these to my school so we actually yes. have good sticks to play. Like, seriously, if you have a bunch of sticks that you're not going to use or, like, rinks, if you have, like, an abundance of sticks, donate them to schools if they'll take them. Like, well, the, I think the, schools are like, hockey's like, I put it in the same realm for, like, like to the outside world, like, schools and parks and stuff, like, it's like a, they get they see it like skateboarders like no skateboarding allowed, that's how hockey I feel like see, is. Like, I just don't like, understand. Oh my gosh, it's so dangerous! Like you could get hit in the face with a stick. It's like, dude, you could get hit in the face with a football, and that would do a lot more damage than a hockey stick. <laughs> you know? I just yeah. To me, I'm just like these kids. You're not giving hockey the fair. Like sometimes a kid at PE, that's the first thing that kind of turns them onto a game, right? Yeah. Is like, I played this in PE and I really want to learn how to play this sport. Some kids, I mean, there's parents out there that their kids say, listen, I want to play lacrosse. And these kids have, these parents have no idea about lacrosse. But what do they do? They figure it out. They get a minute. So if PE is the first way to kind of introduce a new sport to them, give them the tools. Yeah. Like, don't give them some crappy hockey stick that is like plastic. It's basically like playing with a flat basketball. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so flimsy. They did, but 
They did play uh, hockey in gym last week. Yeah, that's, I guess, maybe and why it's on my mind. Alice, Alice said she scored two goals. <laughs> yeah. Her team won, and they scored three goals, and she scored two of them. Probably because she freaking watches so much <laughs> hockey. Alice is actually pretty good. Everyone is like, oh, does Alice play hockey? And no, she doesn't. But, she dances. But she does. Like, she plays enough, like, She's a good hockey. sport. Like, she'll get out at stick and puck. She'll, she, usually, she usually comes down the basement. She'll shoot even in the basement. You know what? If she was a mite, she would be a pretty good mite. And she'd probably be top of the game, you know, and out there. Yeah. Like, she wouldn't be the best now, but she can ice skate. She can play. She can. She, li- she likes to get on stick and puck a little bit, you know. Mm-hmm. But. I like, at stick and puck, I like to let her get out. And when she's done, she's done. Yeah. I don't argue. I let her get off the ice when she wants to get off the ice because I, you know, for, for her not loving whatever, she loves to dance. <laughs> I mean, that kid dances all day, every day. Yeah. But. For her not super, super loving it, I'm like, I don't want to make her hate it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to force her. But she was really excited when she told me she scored two goals. <laughs> I know. because <laughs> she looked cool at school. And she, 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 she does love hockey. Like, I saw a she thing. Does. She does. She a thing she colored on her wall that, not colored on the wall, but she colored a paper and taped on the wall and it says, I love hockey. Yeah. <laughs> she does. And it says, Ducks and D.C. So she guess she's a big DC Wind fan still, even though we don't play that anymore. <laughs> but uh, no, back to the Syracuse City uh, City Council yeah. meeting. Well, I prepped a nice uh, slideshow, everything. Oh, I, his presentation you know, was awesome. And and I even threw out a survey that got over a hundred and like thirty people took the survey, and had all these numbers, all these. Like I, I did my homework. You know, yeah. I and I was sitting next to him. It was over Zoom, I and was, I was I sitting was, next to him when he was presenting. And I'm like, he's doing a really good job. And I was at, I was actually at Steiner doing it, you know, over Zoom because Lexi had practice, and I still had to go to this, you know, meeting. And so, um, yeah. And they basically cut me off, and like, okay, Nick, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta move on. So uh, that's your time limit. Let's, that's, and I was like, okay, well, I was pretty much done. Mm-hmm. I tried to talk as fast as I could and give them as much information as I <laughs> there could. There were photos on the slideshow showing different options, different things they could do, different, like, like money-wise, the low end of the scale, the high end of the scale. He took it through, like, he took them through everything. And, I mean, props to the mayor of Syracuse City. He kind of has given me the benefit of the doubt, you know, yeah. a few times. And he's kind of been... Like on my side, I think and he gets that you're trying to create. It's not for you. Yeah, because he's the one. That's like, you're, he's you're one trying of the ones. to create opportunities for kids. Yeah, and he was the one that kind of told me like, "Hey, you put together a really good presentation, and we can see where this goes." But it went to the city council, and they all kind of just took turns just kicking me in the nuts one over the next. You know, I just sat there, and they all just kind of just dished it out of my nuts over and over. <laughs> I was really disappointed. I just, I just felt like there was even a part where they, the mayor asked him what they could do. I mean, for, for a second in the the first meeting that Nick went to, they even talked about Syracuse having a pond. So really all they had to do was give us permission to use that pond in the winter and that would have been a hockey opportunity. Like, that doesn't even cost them money. And that's what, like, bugged me so bad is, like, I was just trying to look for, like, hockey opportunities in Syracuse. Like, that has been, that that was the first email I ever, like, emailed. That was the title. And that's kind of, like, what we've 
keep this like and like every when I was on the yeah. agenda or whatever you want to call it, like it was hockey opportunities, hockey opportunities. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was looking for is hockey opportunities. You know, you don't but have to heard, build some but Olympic heard, size rink. And they heard ice rink building and they were all like, we don't want an ice rink. We don't have the money. We don't have this funds for ice rink building. And I'm like. But it's what they chose to see from your, because you did a whole presentation. Yeah. You did a whole presentation about different opportunities. I did like outdoor rinks. A porous lava cement for kids to go play yeah. street hockey, not in the street. <laughs> like, yeah, because like or that was, roller boards. Because that was my, that was my my argument is like okay. They even my, have synthetic ice in their basement. They couldn't even grant you guys like and maybe permission. We just need to re- revisit that. I honestly think what you should do is email whoever you were emailing in the first place and say because winter is coming. I think you should say, who do I need to go to to get permission to play um, hockey on this ice rink? Or sorry, hockey on this pond this winter because Bountiful has a pond. You know, I'll name all the ponds we all know around here that you play hockey on, right? Steed's Pond, which is right near us. So if I had permission from the city that I could play there, like there's no one that would come out like, hey, you guys. Like, hey, just give me permission. Well, that was my argument in the beginning is like, okay, my kids want to play hockey. Well, where are they going to play street hockey that, one, they're not dodging cars. Yeah. Because there's not enough room in anybody's driveway unless you're a rich yeah. You know, dad well, I mean, Wayne's World. Game on. Yeah. Game on. And that's really what it is. But, like, I don't want my kids out there yeah. having to move the nets. I mean, I did as a kid. Adults. But you I, lived in a cul de sac. Yeah. So did and, I. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I was just like, I want something for them to, like, play hockey. But you can't go play at churches because people are like, oh, this is private property. It's a church, you know? Yeah. And you can't go to the park because they're like, it's private property. This is a park, you know? You can't be, and then you can't go play tennis on, courts. You can't go play on tennis courts. It's like you're gonna ruin the tennis courts with mm-hmm. your hockey sticks. Like you get treated like a rollerblader or a skateboarder, which also get like a bad rap. Bad rap, but we do have a skate park here in Syracuse where they can all go, mm-hmm. but we don't have somewhere for the hockey players because you can go play basketball anywhere. And there like, are oh, a lot great. of hockey players from Syracuse. There are a lot of hockey yeah. players in Syracuse, and yeah. It's or in in neighboring cities. And I know that like I don't know if like everybody in Syracuse realizes how many other hockey players there are in this city uh-huh. and they all just go to their own little, you know, hockey organizations whether they're in Ogden, Davis County or we're in Salt Lake or yeah. you know, Grizzlies. I know people go to the Grizzlies and Which, stuff. Which because because youth hockey you can choose the organization you play for. It's not like which they it's are. not like rec. It's yeah. not like rec baseball. It's not like rec basketball, where it's like you play for your city or whatever. You can choose the organization your kid but, plays at. But I will say, I mean, this is wasn't even our topics, but they are going into it and trying to regionalize trying to, it, trying to regionalize hockey. And, Boo! And so I, I don't really love the idea no, of it because I don't at all because it makes it so there's no incentive for a program to be good. Yeah, like for me. You're going to see your Salt Lake, your South Salt Lake, your, you know, however they regionalize it, you're going to see your Utah County teams killing the other teams, in my opinion. And I mean, there's other, there's other, I mean, there's other places that have good players, but if you make them come from where they live. Yeah. I just think they have so many more hockey opportunities in Salt Lake. I think it would make Davis County actually, but like. That's the thing. Maybe is like, it would help some organizations, because, but it's definitely going to, like, I don't know. 
because I think the organizations that really want it, it might not benefit them. Mm-hmm. Because if I live in Davis County, then shouldn't I play for Davis County Youth Hockey Organization? Which, Or are they going to re- regionalize it and tell you you have to play up in Ogden? Or, you know, or be like, well, you actually fall in this weird, you know, circumstance where you have to go to Logan or something. I don't know. Because when I played high school, I played on the first DCI team, Davis County Independent. And we took in Clearfield. Syracuse wasn't built. And it was mostly just Clearfield. And then we had, like, kids from Camus that played on our team. And then like Camus. Yeah. And then (laughs) we had some kids who went to, like, um, New Ames. That was the big one that we mm-hmm. took in. So it was kind of like that Leighton Christian Academy, I think, mm-hmm. was also part the of our team. school. And so um, that's where we, like, took in these random schools. So, like, the kids who live in Camas were driving to Davis County Independent mm-hmm. because the weird way that it regionalized, that was the closest independent team that they could be associated with. It's crazy. So, I mean, there could be some weird boundaries like that where – I don't know what you go off of population. You've got to have some super committed parents to do that. Yeah. And, you know, Michael Radke, I still run into him. Yeah. You know, that's who we ran into at the game. And he's like, oh, I'll come play hockey with you guys. And uh-huh. it was cool, you know? Yeah. And he's from Camus. And yeah. And it's cool. Dad. Like, I mean, it's kind of off subject, but that shows you how much, like, youth hockey, like, you meet people. Hockey is such a tight-knit community that you meet people. That you you remember those people? Yeah, and you're right? like that was my teammate. You know when I was in youth hockey. Yeah, Autumn is always like we always go to things like who was oh that? Oh my like, gosh, oh. the freaking Salt Lake shootout. <laughs> That's every way we turn, Nick's like stopped, and I'm like, oh, okay, I feel like we need to just like sit somewhere because every person that walks by, hey Nick, hey Nick, and they want to have a conversation, which is totally fine, but I'm like. Okay, like we're in the middle of the like aisle where there's people walking around us. Yeah. But so. anyway, yeah, so Nick Nick knows but a bunch of teammates from back in the day and they still talk. Yeah, and that's it's awesome. I mean, there's just hockey people are different and you it become was, friends. It was I know this is like on another subject you'll probably talk about, but it was funny seeing Benny and Tad play defense together at the Welcome <laughs> to Cut like, at the Cup Talk game. Because I felt like I didn't ever see you play hockey, like, because by the time we met, you were out of high school or whatever. But I saw Ben and Tad play defense together. And so watching them now, it's like years later. And it's like, whoa, this is like total nostalgia. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Let's see if there's anybody that was on my high school football. You know, high school football, no high school hockey team on our team now. Well, Dallas, when you played with Dallas, you played but youth I hockey with him for a minute. But I don't play with him now. He's on yeah. the other. He's on the. He's on the Bountiful All Star team. <laughs> I don't want to say anything because I don't know who listens to this. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll get into that. Together, all right? no, I, I don't want to make people hate me. We could. We could. Let's just talk. Some things are better left, left yeah. unsaid. So. Regionalized hockey, I think it it works for people who don't want to put in the the effort to make people want to play there. It it makes it so like this is what you get. Not yeah. like I'm gonna better my organization so someone wants to freaking play for me. But because I, our organization is good. It's the organization that, you know, people wanna play for. But I do see a, a benefit where you can't get twelve kids be like, Well, we're all gonna go to this team. And we're all yeah. going to go to that team. And that we're all going to go me. to this team. And we're all going to go to that team. And so, I mean, 
politics because you know it's out there. Yeah. Every sport has politics and and you know where these travel teams already yes. have their teams picked out yep. before tryouts yeah. even start. Which is so annoying to me because it's like you guys are like they're they're missing on these these players because of politics because they've you know seen these other kids or whatever for so much longer yeah. or they grew up in the same organization so they've seen them for years and years and years and years and, and i guess if we went back this last summer lexi probably and we've talked to her about it we probably would have did every travel team tryout out there i think the biggest one i'm kicking myself for is the park city because that was right after yeah she had never been seen for Ogden, and she wasn't on the roster or the tentative roster. <laughs> and so um, that was like the next weekend or something like that. And I totally regret not just taking her. Yeah. And I think. I mean, I think we, it worked it, out for the better. Well, I think. Yeah. I love this lightning team. That's where she's supposed to be. And more, here we are talking about our kid again. And it was more that we, <laughs> we thought we knew what we were going to have. Yeah. With me as a coach and her I think that's why I was so annoyed is because it's like if I had known this when we were registering and when we were deciding what we were doing with our kid that summer, if I had known that this was all going to go down, I would have had her at every tryout. Lightning included because yeah. Lightning is a tryout team. Yeah, they had a tryout also. So we And we been gave there. up. We got invited to the tryout and we said no because we mm -hmm. already know where Lexi's playing. We already had our idea of how the season mm -hmm. was going to go and would have saved us a whole lot of <laughs> drama yeah. but honestly don't get me started on politics it bugs me <laughs> it bugs the shit out of me i'm like why would you not judge people off of their skill not who they're friends uh, with who yeah. their parents are mm -hmm. and yeah yep yeah. or how long you've coached them that's great and all relationships are relationships but um why don't we look at skill yeah, why do we, and it's almost like why do we even have tryouts if mm -hmm. if if tryouts, money maker if tryouts mean nothing, and, and you, if it's funny because after tryouts happen, you're like you you like you look around the teams, you're like he made it, she made yeah. it. Yeah, wait. And you know what though? I think other on, people do that. Like, they're on afterwards the D1, too. They're on the D one team. They're on. They didn't make the D one <laughs> team. You know, they didn't make the trap. They're on the travel team. Like there's yeah. a lot of those. Yep. They play on what team? Yeah. They play on the A team, the B team, or whatever. Like, Did I hear all... you right. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your goalie? Who's you guys don't know? He's not your goalie. Like, you know, yeah. there's a lot of. I mean, I I will. We can end with this. And my daughter is like, I think Lexi knows that, and we've been very clear that, like, if she wants to achieve the goal she has then she needs to go on the ice and she needs to show up and show what she's got. Well, you know, the, and, the thing is okay like we can someone. only do so much. Like she has to, she has to do it for herself on the ice. She has to work hard herself on the ice. You know, we can take her to where she's going to be seen. Yeah. But she has to show up. Yeah. And that, and that's totally fine. If I, if a coach can look in the eyes and say, you know what? I don't think she's at this level yet. Or I don't think she, you know, would excel or whatever. Like that's fine. I don't care. I can. I'm. I can handle. I I know there's a lot of parents out there that that have a hard time knowing really their skill of their kid. Because mm -hmm. we all we all think our kids the best. Like we all do <laughs> we all it. think our kids going to the NHL. Yeah, everyone thinks their kids going to the NHL. But 
there's a lot of delusion yeah. with that where like you see kids that are like, my kids going to the NHL and you're like, your, your kid? And there's, <laughs> Jimmy. Other, and, there, and there's a lot of other parents that are like, yeah, I don't think he's going to, or he or she's going to play hockey. They're just, know? they're just doing it for fun, you know? And, and then it's like, like yeah, they're good. Yeah. Like, like you need to, you, you know, if that, if they want to, you need to facilitate and give them what they need to, to, to get to the next level. Yeah. So, I mean, it goes both ways mm-hmm. and I, I try to be an unbiased parent and know where my kid is. Yeah. And I, if I could be wrong, you know, <laughs> too, I try not to, I'm not perfect. I'm human, but we can move on. Yeah, please. Um, so yep. Syracuse city kicked me in the nuts. We can move on. Still gonna look for some hockey opportunities. Hey, we'll keep you updated. I think yeah. you should. I think you should email him and ask him for permission. Yeah. Um, juniors in Utah, the Outliers and Mustangs played. They were, you know, battling for one and two in their in their division, and both teams are terrible at updating their websites. Like, I cannot keep up on like it's annoying Instagram stories. Like, check out scores all the time. Like, I'm in Rock Springs this weekend. The, the team, I'm not on. I try to like not be on my phone all the time. Yeah, well, and you can share what you see, but um, I feel like maybe do they post as much on even they social do, media? They do sometimes because I feel like you're pretty good at sharing. Like they do sometimes, but wins and losses, or yeah. you know, because I mean, like BYU's on top of that. I mean, they're streaming their games on Facebook. You can go watch their games. Yeah, they had a really cool game against. Uh, I mean, we're on juniors, but against Boise State. Mm-hmm. Which I I watched a little bit of. We're we're going we're, we'll get there in a second, but yeah. So. I'm just saying, post about it because how are people supposed to become fans? How are people supposed to be interested or whatever? Update your crap. <laughs> I just thought of something, but we'll get to it. In a second. <laughs> so I I cannot find the scores of the games, and but I do know that the outliers won mm-hmm. because they were about tied in the standings, and I looked at their standings, their wins losses, yeah. and. Outliers won both games according to the the standings okay. and to their wins losses. So, Outliers take that first spot in the division and kind of took the the driver's seat in the Mountain Division, and that's great for them. They're 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 a building team. They're the they were the ones that represented the state last year, and so they're just steamrolling everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to college. Um, now we can talk about Boise State and BYU. <laughs> In a sec. <laughs> uh, the D2, Utah, the University of Utah D2 team, we we joked last week, like, these guys going to play any games, you know? Yeah. And they played some games I this saw. weekend. And they got their, I'm pretty sure it's their first win. They It's awesome. They beat UVU. Um, good win. And then they, they lost to Weber State. And they lost to Utah State, but they get that first W. Then that's good that they, you know, they're playing games. I yeah. mean, I think they like doubled their season games in this one weekend, and they got a win. So good. they're moving along. Sometimes that's all you need is that one mm-hmm. win to kind of. The girls, Utah, yeah. is coming back this weekend, right? Yeah, and unfortunately, we have tournament games this weekend in Park City in at Park the exact same times. Both days, Friday yeah. and Saturday. We well, were going to try Friday, to do the little buddy thing, but... Friday yeah. will be at the Maverick Center at one thirty, yeah. and then Saturday will be at Park, Park City. City at one forty-five. 
And both Don't games, both games are, <laughs> <laughs> both games are at the yeah. Don't come watch our games. Go to the go to Steiner and watch the, <laughs> the women. La- the, yeah, the ladies watch, play. The watch the ladies play. Take your kid out of school on Friday. Take your kid. Hockey's more important. <laughs> Don't say that too loud. <laughs> We've been trying to tell Lexi that she needs to get to school. Oh man. We don't. Okay. It's been rough. We're not going to talk about our kid no more. <laughs> Back to college. <laughs> oh yeah. So so go support these girls this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's their first two home games. I think they're playing Colorado. I don't know. I think cool. so. Um, Should be a good game if they're playing Colorado. Yeah, and so but so BYU and Boise State played this weekend. They mm-hmm. were in Boise State. They raised yeah, forty. They t- it was awesome. They raised forty thousand dollars for Meals on Wheels. Like my mom used to always tell me, like when I was like taking food into the front room, no Meals on Wheels. But <laughs> apparently, there's lots of you Meals know, on Wheels. I see Janie talking like that. <laughs> no, no Meals on Wheels. But guess what? There's Meals on Wheels thanks to Boise State and BYU. They raised forty thousand dollars awesome. for meal, Meals on Wheels. Uh, but it was funny because we were we were at the. <laughs> the hotel on saturday yeah, I was watching. and autumn's like the byu game's on and i was like <laughs> i'm pretty sure like byu like i'm thinking football i'm like byu i think has a bye this week and then she's like oh byu and boise state's probably back and i'm like what is she talking about <laughs> like and like i was like and and then she like was watching her phone, and it totally makes sense. And like that, that's what she was it watching. It finally clicked in Nick's brain. There was a lot going on this weekend, but like, <laughs> like, like not football. Guys, who are you? Who do you think Autumn, I am? Autumn's a bigger college hockey fan than I am. Apparently, <laughs> she's watching these college hockey games more than I am. So. Hey, you make it happen, and I'll watch it. You so, record it. BYU you live hockey, stream it. Send her, send her, uh, you know, a jersey and some hey, tickets. Hey, I'm a top fan on Facebook. I hope you know. She is. Dude. I am. Autumn, Autumn is quite the Facebook fan. She <laughs> is a Utah Grizzlies top, top fan, fan, and she is a BYU hockey <laughs> top fan. So I do what I can. Props to Autumn and being top fans on Facebook. Oh man, <laughs> I do what I can. What can I say? She's supportive, and yeah. She loves hockey. Um, so, um, Utah split some games with Arizona State. The, yeah, the this is that. the University of Utah's D one program. Uh-huh. So they played you U- uh, Arizona State. Yeah, it's their not NCAA Division one team. It's their ACHA Division one team. Still a really good team. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, that was a good game for uh, them. That's uh, all I got for the college hockey. All right. Um, Utah Grizz won both games this weekend. Yeah, you know, I was really bummed because they they went they came, they did their home opener weekend whatever, and then which we couldn't go to the Sunday game, yeah. right? Yeah. And because Alexi had practice, was it practice? Yeah. Or was it a game? It was that scrimmage with the dogs. No, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... so we couldn't go to the Sunday game. And then they went on the road. So I've been waiting for the Grizzlies to come back. And then they were coming back And then back they came weekend. back. And where were we? Rocks Not Grizz. in Utah. It was Pooch on the Pond. <sighs> we could have taken Kylo. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we're already a freaking clown show with the wheelchair and the baby and the... It's kids. A, yeah, it's crazy. We're like a we're like a traveling circus. <laughs> the dog stays home. Yeah, so we leave the dog home. <laughs> he just complicates things even more. He loves it. 
But He's for everyone else house. who went to pooch on the pond, get your pooches out there. <laughs> get your pooches. This sounds weird. Get your pooches out there. Get your pooches <laughs> to the pond. <laughs> Pooch in the pond. But yeah, so they win both games against Rapid City. Yeah, I saw that. They are on a six-game win streak, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, six-game win streak. It's awesome. So Grizzlies, they are second in the league. But they're actually tied in first for points huh. with the Newfoundland Growlers. Okay. Um, but... They've played one more game than them, so technically they've played one more game to get those 15 points. So I see. If Newfoundland wins their next game, they're still in yeah. first and we're still in second. But they are the first in the Western Conference and, of course, in their division, the Mountain Division. So they're on the road this next weekend against the Ardenock Thunder. I thought it was the Stockton Thunder, but I, apparently they probably moved the team. Maybe they moved it to a different rink. Ardenock. I don't know where the hell Ardenock is or whatever. <laughs> if I'm even saying it right, I'm probably not. And then they're going to be back home the following weekend against the Kansas City Mavericks. So go see the Gri- Grizzlies play the Kansas City Mavericks at the Mavericks Center. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so Autumn, late. Autumn's excited. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Do we have a tournament that weekend? <laughs> no, that's the weekend we're off. Nice. So, yeah. So hopefully we can make it to some Grizzly games that, yes. that weekend. I'm down. It's um, always a good time. Alexi plays on at the Maverick. I mean, not, not to talk about Alexi oh anymore, but she plays at the Maverick Center. And I'm like, we need to, like, take the podcast stuff and, like, have an interview over there or something. <laughs> and while I told her friend Ash, I'm like, dude, you got to miss school on Friday. You got to go to... Work with your dad so that you can watch Lexi play. <laughs> it's early out anyway. It's Friday. She'll probably be out of school by one thirty, but get out a little bit early, you know. They do they get out at one thirty, so she'd have to get out a little early. That's what I just said. But the game starts at one no, thirty. Well. So get out a little early. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's 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 past midnight. We're we're past midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I officially get weird. We got the giggles. We got the giggles. <laughs> Cut that out, please. <laughs> uh, but their goalie, Trent Miner, got ECHL goalie of the week last week. That's freaking awesome. So, yeah. So, a lot of good things happening with the Utah Grizzlies. And speaking of Utah Grizzlies, today's interview on the podcast, Utah Grizzly executive is he an executive i think he's an executive yeah steve day we met me and autumn met steve right after he moved to i Utah. really like steve and yeah he was just a fun dude and mm-hmm. stuff and so i really wanted to like get him on the podcast like just i like i do love getting like you know you love getting cool. like players and stuff or coaches but sometimes i just want to like like a, a random. Well, you know, and there's all sor- sorts of Everybody positions has a story. in the hockey community. Yeah. And I think that's what's so cool about you focusing on your your focus is Utah hockey. Yeah. So as much as we'll talk about like NHL or whatever, your uh, the focus here is Utah hockey. And so it's fun to like kind of highlight different positions, not just the players that are always getting highlighted or the coaches that are always getting highlighted, but the people that are actually doing things to facilitate and and move yeah. along Utah hockey, right? Yeah, and and he even I, he was like, "Do I need to prep everything?" I was like, "No, dude, we're just gonna have a fun Come conversation." <laughs> so, 
Yeah, so we'll kick it over to that interview right now. All right, let's do it. Our friend, Steve Day. All right, so today on the podcast, we got a wonderful dude, good friend, and glad to know him, Steve Day. What's going on, Steve? Hey, Nick. Uh, things are going well. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this is fun. I thought it'd be fun, you know, to get the, like, backside of the Grizzlies, you know, kind of that thing. And, and I know you moved here within the last, you know, few months. I mean, it's been a little, little over a few months, but, you know, it's not been a year yet. So that'd be cool to get, and get your take on things. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been here since June and, and loving everything so far. Nice. What's your favorite thing, you know, since coming to Utah that – Favorite thing about Utah? Sure, I think something that, uh, that that pops into my head right away is just state pride. Um, you know, people love being from the state. Um, you know, perks and all. I, I love it. <laughs> I love that people take pride in their sports teams out here. Um, part of the reason I came out here was because I know that the passionate fan base exists out here. You know, for hockey and all sports. So, so it's nice to be in an environment like this. And plus, you got the, the great outdoors with hiking and all that stuff. It's just a wonderful place to, to work and play, so to speak. Nice. Well, Utah's glad to have you, you know. Hopefully, you stay around for a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you, do you consider yourself a Utah yet, or are you still, you know, Philadelphian? I'll always be a, a Philadelphian at heart, but uh, Utah's definitely feeling more and more like home. And, definitely pretty assimilated at this point and, and really loving everything so far. Awesome. Well, so, I mean, I said you're from Philly, so kind of talk us through that, that journey from Philadelphia to here. Sure. So, um, obviously I grew up, uh, in the Philly area, a suburb of Philly named Doylestown, Pennsylvania. Uh, obviously Philly has a very passionate fan base and, um, I was no exception, grew up with a love of sports and, knew from the age of 12 that I wanted to be in this industry. Uh, so I went to Bowling Green State University uh, come college time to, to study sport management and marketing. Um, got great experience there. Um, obviously, it's by the, the Cleveland, Cincinnati, Detroit area, so lots of sports teams, lots of opportunities. Um, was able to get a lot of great internships across uh, Division One athletics, uh, Division Three athletics, uh, uh, independent baseball, uh, and then my last couple stops were the, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Nationals. Um, so it's been a, it's been a long time coming to, to get this, which is uh, my, my first full time role here. Uh, but Philly prepares you well with a love of sports and you know a desire to, to be great in everything you do, uh, regardless of where you do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Were you a big hockey fan growing up? Yeah, um, hockey was never you know probably my favorite sport but I always had a love for hockey. I always had a love for my flyers. Um, grew up as a, a big Eric Lindros fan. Um, and then after him, players like Peter Forsberg, Darian Hatcher, um, now Claude Giroux, and right now my current favorite player is Travis Konechny. So it's been, uh, it's been a, a, a nice run being a Flyers fan. You know, one Stanley Cup appearance in my lifetime, um, that I, at least that I remember. But, you know, hopefully that the Flyers continue to – trend upward and i think they're in a good spot right now yeah my my brother actually lived out there in philadelphia for a while and he became a flyers fan just being out there and he had a a hookup for some tickets out there and he actually went to every game that playoff run except for the final game so <laughs> he's yeah. now been just living and being there in that city now he's like a diehard flyers fan so 
that's awesome. And, you know, his kids all kind of jumped on the Flyers bandwagon with him. They were all young. So I was going to ask you your favorite player growing up, and I was going to guess it was Eric Lindros because I think if you come from Philadelphia and, you know, you're a hockey fan, Eric Lindros is the number one name that just jumps out at you. But that's awesome. He was, he was a good player, and, you know, too bad he got some injuries, you know, throughout his career. But he was still a, a force to be reckoned with every time he was on the ice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, what what was your favorite sport growing up? Uh, favorite sport growing up. Uh, my first love was baseball. Um, and then around my high school years, I kind of transitioned more into football. Um, and now I'm a, a budding hockey fan, and my fandom in hockey, you know, grows by the day here, especially uh, working for the Utah Grizzlies. And um, you know, hockey's kind of big in this region of the country now, with with Vegas and Colorado and. And, and um, you know, all that. So it, it's been great to be in this uh, environment of a, a region where hockey's continually growing. Yeah, it's definitely growing in the state. I mean, a little bit more than we can handle at times, but that's awesome. I mean, the crowds are getting bigger and stuff with, the you know, all the the protocols and stuff going out the window. And you, you guys do a lot of prepping for just anything this summer. Like what was what was the big prep preparations this summer? Sure. Uh, in regards to overcoming COVID, or just just in just, general? just for the you know, what was your team's like like biggest things you guys worked on for the season? Sure. So I think the big thing for us was uh, just getting people back in the fold. Uh, you know, reminding people that they still have a, a great affiliated hockey team in their backyard that they can come see and enjoy. And um, you know, COVID kind of threw a wrench in everybody's plans. So we want as many of those people uh, pre-COVID that had to you know, leave us for whatever reason to come back and, and enjoy our games again. Uh, because, you know, times are still tough, but I think hockey provides a, a great relief from that and a, a chance to just relax and enjoy yourself. So we're all about making memories and, and converting, um, you know, casual fans into lifetime hockey fans. I mean, I always say that, you know, everyone's a hockey fan. They just don't know it yet. <laughs> Absolutely. And it, all it really takes is getting someone in the in the seats, you know, and just – you know, just watching the game and just enjoy it. I mean, it usually takes someone to, like, the nose hockey sitting next to them, like, what was that? You know, you kind of got to be that kind of friend lending that ear, like, that was offsides, you know, or that was icing. Icing's not when you, you know, you stop hard and spray snow on the goalie, which there's a lot of people that think that for some reason. I don't know why, but they all think that's icing. That's But, you know, just... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I was... I was going to say, and that's what I love about our fans, too. It, it's so easy to become a fan here and get it at the ground level and work your way up with knowledge, and everybody's always happy to fill you in with rules or uh, roster moves and, and stuff like that. So it's really nice that we have such a passionate fan base here. Yeah, and I always tell people, like, you know, the Grizzlies is is a good family. And, like, I mean, if you go to a jazz game and you're like, oh, my gosh, I had so much fun at a jazz game. The jazz games are awesome and stuff, but, like, it's hard to like become part of that like jazz crew that's been going to those games forever. But the Grizzly crew, like there's a lot of those Grizzlies fans that have been going for years that I've seen over the last 20 years, you know, just from when I was a kid. And I recognize, you know, I've seen that guy 15 years in a row, you know, and stuff like that. So, but the Grizzlies, it's it's almost more family where you can get in there and you can feel like you're a part of the like the crew 
real easy and like everyone's really welcoming there that's what i love about it i mean i've been going since i was a little kid but there's always new people and then like you'll see them and you're like oh and then you'll see them again and again and again you're like oh man they must have been you know they converted and they love it and they become huge hockey fans and that's awesome i i love seeing that i mean I know this is your first season here, but I'm pretty sure you're you're getting to know the the people that have been around for 20 years and the people that have been around for two years, and they're they all love the Grizzlies just the same. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, obviously, having worked you know with the Nationals and Eagles, big stadiums, big teams, um, but but you alluded to it—the fact that it's just a family type atmosphere here. Everybody from concessions workers to fans, the front office, everybody's connected. Everybody's always talking. Um, sharing their love of the game and, and every event that's here at the Maverick Center, um, namely hockey, obviously. But everybody just loves, um, you know, what they do here. Getting to work in sports is definitely a privilege, um, you know, to walk outside of your office and, and see a beautiful ice arena. So I don't think anybody takes it for granted, and, and people really love it. Yeah, I, lo- I love the Maverick Center. It's kind of home for me, and I love just being in that building. So, But what was one of the things that like you are looking forward to this season? Like, What's one of the big things you're looking forward to? Sure. So obviously uh, my title with the team is, is Membership Service and Retention Executive. Um, so with that, our existing season ticket holders, and something I want to do is continue to add to our season ticket holder base um, because we like to say here people enjoy the games more uh, when they come with people who they know. Um, so the more people that we get into the fold, um, the more we can grow this game, the more we can have uh, an even more insane home ice advantage. Um, so that's where we're at. It's just trying to grow uh, anywhere and everywhere here um, in terms of the sport of hockey and the Grizzlies brand. What are, what are some of the promotional nights kind of coming up that you, maybe you had a hand in, you know, is there any of the nights like that was my night, that was my idea? Um, I wish I could say yes. Uh, that was more of our, our group sales managers, but I have <laughs> you know, been hearing conversations and I've seen all the planning that they've been doing behind the scenes and all the hard work that they've been uh, putting into these endeavors. And we, we do have a couple real big ones on the horizon. Uh, this weekend, uh, Saturday, November 6th, will be our Pooch on the Pond Day. I know a lot of people are excited about that to get your get to bring your dogs out to the ice arena here and enjoy a game with uh, man's best friends. And then uh, on November 19th, we have Daddy Daughter Night. Um, obviously, we talk about growing the game of hockey in Utah, and we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the women's game as well because I know that there's a big appetite for that and a big desire uh, for young girls to start playing hockey at an earlier age. So that's a, a great night there to take in a game uh, with your dad. Um, and then uh, for the first time ever, that's been a, a big push at the NHL level. Um, hockey is for everyone. With the, you kind of you kind of cut out right before you said the first time ever. Just start back over that sure. that that's part. Sure. Um, so for the very first time ever, um, early December, uh, the, the date will be Friday, December third. We're having the, the very first Pride Night here at uh, here at the Maverick Center, um, and that's just a, another kind of game to bring more people into the fold, uh, different demographics, people, um, you know, of, of, uh, you know, different backgrounds. And it's great to continue to grow the sport, um, u- utilizing a night like that and um, really just celebrate, celebrating the fact that diversity is, you know, one of our assets. So that'll be a really fun night, um, especially with uh, the hockey is for everyone, uh, kind of hashtag with the NHL at that level. 
and the, the Luke Procrop news of, of the national natural predators. So uh, we're really excited for that night as well. And, and Spencer Hess has done a great job with that. She's the, the group manager associated with it. That's awesome. Yeah, I did see you guys were having that night, and that was pretty cool because I think hockey is one of those sports that it is for everyone, and it, it's it's a, it's a pretty accepting sport, even though there is a little bit of, you know, like, what do you call it, like a kind of a, like a frat boy kind of scene, you know, in the backside. But yeah. I think really on the on the fronts and the majority of hockey, it is for everyone and at the younger levels. And like you mentioned, that daddy-daughter night. I mean, I got a daughter that plays hockey. I know there's lots of girls out there. It's awesome to, you know, just to see all these little girls that are not only, like, just playing the sport, but thriving in it and, like, you know, excelling and leading teams, and that's awesome for me. So I think those two nights are awesome, you know, promotional nights, and definitely can't wait to get to more of these games. Um, Yeah, I mean, and the Grizzlies have been good this last couple games. I mean, I know they haven't been at home, really, but. I mean, it's going to be an exciting season, and I look forward to the whole entire season. Um, I was going to say, do you have any info if people want to get season tickets? Yeah, absolutely. If you'd like uh, to get season tickets or have any interest in any of our of our packages, um, you can reach out to us at 801-988-8000, um, and we'd be more than happy to, to help you out with any questions or any interest. And um, Come join us, please. Come join us at the Maverick Center here and Let's continue to, to be one of the best parties uh, in the Salt Lake City area. Yeah. Do you have? Is it just full full season, or do you guys have like half season, quarter season, mini game plans? Absolutely. Yeah, we have uh, full season ticket packages. Obviously, um, eighteen game plans, five game five game plans, and we just rolled out a three game holiday pack. Um, and those start at just thirty nine dollars. So a great way to. Uh, get into the fold with us or even a great gift to give out come holiday season hey holiday season's right around the corner and who doesn't love tickets to a grizzly game absolutely yeah my my mother-in-law she's she's not she's didn't uh, you know come up in hockey and stuff or whatever and they they hear us talk about a lot probably just too much even then but uh she uh like last not this last year but the year before that she got all the guys in the family just season or uh tickets to a grizzly game down low and a lot of the family members that went they had never been to a game and i i talked with a guy i knew that got us out on the ice during intermission and like it was a blast and that that was a, just a you know experience that they'll, they'll never forget and now i think she wants to go again and it was like it was we had so much fun at a random game and just did you know just we went to the game i mean yeah we got on the ice whatever but that wasn't the funnest part of it it was fun just being close seeing these players and I think a lot of people don't realize how competitive it is, even at the ECHL level. Like these guys are, these guys are pros, and we always joke it about is. it that people don't, you know, you know, see the Grizzlies as pro hockey, but it's pro hockey. Absolutely, yeah. I'm so, first off, I'm so glad to hear that, and yeah, it is pro hockey. It's a, a great brand of hockey here, and we're, you know, we're here for everybody, everybody's enjoyment. So. Um, you know, come out to one of our games, uh, you know, see if you like it. And I guarantee you, you're going to want to come back for more. Yeah. So call Steve up, hit him up. Absolutely. <laughs> By the way, Nick, uh, my, my phone's about to die here. Oh, you're good. <laughs> We're good. Uh, all right, Steve, it's been, it's been awesome talking to you. I mean, I can't wait to get out to some Grizzly games and see you around the, you know, the Maverick center. And, but thanks for coming on. Glad to talk to you and can't wait to see you this year. At the Grizzly games.
Likewise, Nick. Thank you so much again for having me, and go Grizz, go. See you later. See ya. What a great interview that was. And we're back. And we are freaking back. Good old Steve. Stevie! Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What's on your agenda? (laughs) Stevie! (laughs) Stevie, so... (laughs) I don't even know what that means. We gotta start over. <laughs> no, let's just keep rolling. We're good. We're good. <laughs> oh, all right. So, um, we had our first beer league game this week. Men's league, beer league, whatever you want to call it. It was a good game until the third period. Was it good? Until, <laughs> until the third period. It was it all right. It was, it was a close game. Was it? I think we were down, what, 3-1 after the first? No, there was one point that I texted Tyson, and it was 3-4, to okay? It was 3-4? to four? Yeah, I'm going to te- check my text right now. Oh, uh, yeah, so there was a time, and then, and then... Oh, here, here it is. How's the game going? We're down 3-4, to four, 18 minutes left on a power play. Well, now it's 3-7. to seven. <laughs> Yeah, things, that was my text. Things went down the toilet real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I got frustrated. I skated out of the... I think the team gave up, honestly, I, which sucks for the goaltender, but... Yeah. We, we we needed to get... We needed to pull together, you know? Yeah. First game, we were shaking out the rust or dust or whatever you want to call it. But we got a couple new guys. We got a couple old guys. <laughs> Are you talking about age or are you talking no, about we, we on brought, the team? We brought some back to the fold, you know. We had, you know, we brought some prodigal sons back. <laughs> <laughs> Colton and Mark are back on the team. It's good to have them back. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. We just, you know, it's, it's such a love-hate relationship for me, especially. Cause it, it's, it's hard to run it. Like, I love running my own team. But it is hard. It is so hard. You have people that feel bad they weren't invited or people that feel bad that like they they got invited. But now it's a big roster or last season there was we had too many. So we worked it out with another team to put a good core on their team of like players that have played together, you know. And it, it was just hard for them because they wanted to play on the Cup Talk team, which I totally understand. But it's just like one of those things that no matter how hard you try to make it work, there's always going to be complaints. And it's really hard. To, like, I think it's important for you to look at the positive that comes out of it and not the complaints. Because just like anything that you do, well, there's always going to be an opinion and a complaint. Well, it's and, funny that you and, say the complaints because I've had many conversations with Bo that runs the league. And the thing he hates most is people that complain about things about yeah. the league. And that is the hard thing. Is like, and, and, you know, I guess we have the perspective now of running the team. And it's complaints are hard to deal with. Like, I get it. Talk to me, whatever. But, you know, you get people that feel like they need to run the team. Yeah. Everybody, and, and everybody has like, to say. And I try to listen to everybody. And, but, I mean, when I just play on a team, it's, it's so it's easy, easy to just show up. It's stressful. You get dressed (laughs) and you play the game. You win, you lose. That's fine. I don't think that people understand the hours. And I'm saying hours (laughs) that Nick puts into 
rosters and getting USA hockey numbers and getting money and and giving that money to the league and all the things that go on behind the scenes. Yeah. Like washing the jerseys, getting them all together. All the ones we don't get back replacing those ones like there's just so many things that happen behind the scenes and i think that's why i get frustrated is because it's so much work and like there's so many complaints and i'm like i if people would just appreciate the work yeah i guess they don't know the work that goes into it yeah so it's easy to say it was simple you just put a you put a team together we all show up and whatever right yeah if it was only that simple but and then you have the aspect of when anything goes wrong in the game, it's your fault. Or you're the one that has to talk to your team. Yeah, and like it's always my bad that so and so did something, and it, it that's the part that's probably the most stressful. Well, being especially being a net, you can't be on the bench being like shut up, or just <laughs> or hey guys, let's let's uh, cool keep it. our heads like hey, if so and so, you know, tries to draw you in. Don't I, let them. Because I can see it I, I could name someone last game, but I won't. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing for me to be on here. <laughs> no, and I think anything we say, like, people get it. But yeah. I'm trying to be honest on here. Yeah, I'm trying to be straight up. I'm trying to be straight up. I'm not, I'm not complaining. Nope. But I do enjoy my team. I really do love it. I love, and I would say the best part about running my own team is the locker room. Yeah. If we could just hang out, I guess we should maybe just hang out in the locker room. <laughs> just We can all just pay a bunch of money to like hang out in locker rooms. Oh, hell. And like, and then we go out and play hockey and let's just forget everything that goes on on the ice and then get back to the locker room. I think it's important to remember to have fun. I get that things are frustrating and whatever, and I, I, but I, I feel like having fun gets put on the back burner. <laughs> And I'm like, then listen, you guys, should, you should hear dudes. We are here to have fun. <laughs> you should hear Benny's, you know, after game speech every game, because we. Usually, I know I he's usually, usually the one that says, "Fun on three, one, two, three, fun." <laughs> <laughs> and Benny, Benny always we get in the locker room, and I'm always pissed and cussing up a storm. I hate losing. I'm competitive. <laughs> Maybe that's my problem. Is I'm just competitive. Yeah, it is because I do hate losing, and and. Benny always gets in the, and he said it this week, and it was only me and Jay left in the locker room, and he's like, I know it's just us in here now, but uh, I just want to let you guys know that losing's not fun, but playing hockey is, <laughs> that's his, his that's speech. That's a classic Benny. It's his, he says it after every loss. Yeah. Like, dude, I'm usually cussing up his hey, and like, that, sorry guys, that was my fault, you know. Hey, side note. You know how you have those little colored squares that have certain songs on them? Yeah. You need a beep, like a bleep, like a <laughs> beep this, beep that, like, you know? You yeah, know, you know, we, we have an explicit It's a good idea, version. or is it a, it's explicit. Ex- <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying, but it's not explicit. It's explicit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I so, thought it was a good idea. Yeah, that was, that was a great idea. But, we, but, you know, I forgot where we were. We got on colored squares. I'm looking at it now, and that's all I can think about is how cool these colored squares look. Okay, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking Oh, Men's League. Men's League. Oh, yeah. What was that? Men's League? Yeah. So, 
No, I'm, exi- I'm excited for the season. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be good. It's always hard right at the beginning trying to Everyone, gel and, and, like, and learn the new team. and Yeah, and the, the roster is always big. And the first everyone always shows up for usually the first game and yep. the last game of the season. And in the middle, you end up having nine <laughs> skaters. Johnny's going here on vacation, and Jimmy's away for work. And who's Johnny and Jimmy? I'm just saying, <laughs> every there's always people that are gone, and yeah. so like you put together this roster with thoughts of I know how the last how many freaking seasons have you had a team has gone where I barely have enough players I'm to have sure a team. We had one season. We had a full roster, fifteen or sixteen guys, and our playoff game came around, and we had four skaters show up. Yeah. And we borrowed a guy and he came and played for us that he didn't. Nothing's more frustrating because Nick, you know how we talked about all the work that, all the work that Nick does. He also sends a text out every game day. (laughs) Not a group text, you guys. Individual texts. Because nobody replies back to group texts. I've realized that. Okay. But you know how much time it takes to send individual texts and have that many individual conversations? <laughs> like, hello. It's a lot of time. Autumn's always like, what are you doing? I'm like, hold on. I'm texting like, the team. I got to finish sending out all these texts. <laughs> yeah. Because it's good. I mean, there's a lot it of people. Because I've had a lot of people like, oh my gosh, forgot our game last night. But yeah, it's frustrating when it's like, are we going to have enough players to even play? Yeah. Like I like to know when I get in the locker room, like every, there's always people that ask me, so who's not coming? Mm-hmm. And I say, oh, I didn't hear from this person, Mark. Oh, but Mark's sitting right there. Mark's <laughs> Mark, Mark never texts me back. Like, Which is so weird because you probably talk to him the most. Yeah, I know. And Or like I'm like, uh, JB didn't text me back, but JB's right here, so he's good. <laughs> or JB never texts me back, so but he's not playing this season. But I have my people that I, I usually. Hey, it's always fun to run into JB at the. At, I, just at random rinks, we yeah. run into him. Yeah, we ran into the other day. So, actually, before no, it was the day before. Our, was it? I don't know. It was the day before Rock Springs. Oh yeah, yeah. we had a DCI, game. I was, I was like, yeah, we got a cup tie DCI, game tonight. DCI uh, Junior Varsity was playing, and his kid plays on there. Yeah. So, um, beer league. It's gonna be freaking great. Get some beers. Get some games. Don't get some beers. You'll get in trouble by Bo. <laughs> Shh. Got to pack out what you pack in. <laughs> That's the rule for anybody on the Cup Talk team. Pack out what you pack in, <laughs> or just don't pack any. <laughs> it's fine too. All right. Well, we can move on to a little league called the NHL. A little league, huh? Yeah, uh, it's a big league. Yeah, <laughs> big league chew. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, big things that happened this last week. Blackhawks fired their coach. Yeah. And they hired their new coach, Kyle Davidson. You know, I think through all the hard that's going on in in uh, Chicago, I think good things will come. Yeah, I mean, I've heard I've heard From people the speculating that they were going to trade Taves and Kane and kind of just get rid of like just everything that was there. You know, just to kind of get a that's fresh, hard. fresh. That would be hard. That I think. Is hard. I think. I think that's a bad move. I think those are two people that are gonna be blackhawk legends yeah forever yeah and and although the situation that happened there sucks you talked about the situation last week i i listened but you know i that goes over my head but um yeah like for the bad things that happen i just don't feel like everybody had a part in that though so to to just clean the slate and and 
you know, start from scratch, you're kind of taking away, I don't know, what it was in a sense. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I think, I think you need to keep those guys there. Unless, yeah. Unless they say they want to leave. And I think usually guys want to leave a team after, you know, 15, 16 years because they never won a cup. But mm-hmm. you're talking about two players that won three cups. Yeah. With this team, so and I don't think their runs over. They're not they're necessarily. Not, they're not chasing cups, you know. Mm-hmm. I think they're perfectly fine. I think like I think they're, like I think they're committed. Like, they're committed to their team. They're committed to trying to really build this team. Well, like like a Sidney Crosby. I mean, Sidney Crosby's won three cups. The Penguins and people are like, well, is it time to like trade him before he's worth nothing? And There's it's like always those people. But it's like, why? Maybe just let him play it out his career there and be the all time legend. Yeah, that he is. Yeah. So. Um, I guess their tickets are like less than twenty five dollars on like a average for their like lowest tickets. Wow, there was there was a thing going around that a ticket to a Blackhawks game was the same price as a bottle of water at a Seattle Kraken game. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, though those that inaugural game, those ticket prices. Yeah, in Seattle, Ooh. pricey. <laughs> I mean, more for a ticket than we paid to go to a, the. Capitals, Vegas, Stanley Cup final. Yep. More Ridiculous. Than, more than double. No, it was about double what we paid. Yeah. Freaking um, crazy. And it, Vegas is expensive. Yeah, Vegas is always. But compared but, to Seattle, though. But, but we can just talk about that, how bad Seattle sucks. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think it's kind of like a broken record. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people on this podcast that listen. They're probably Seattle fans. They're probably they, like, come on, bro. They probably listen to me like, dude, this guy just hates Seattle. Like, I do not hate Seattle. And I, tr- <laughs> I, I hope they win every game because it's fun to see the, those teams yeah. win. But I'm telling you. I just don't see team, their, their draft picks. I just team don't see it. sucked at the draft. And yeah. they... they and I'm telling you that the Vegas tickets are what they are because of that first season. Golden because, Misfits. And I was talking with Ben the other day about this, but he paid for his because Benny went to the inaugural Vegas, game, the first game in Vegas, you know, where they had the speech and they brought out all the first responders and stuff. Yeah, like Benny went to that game and he he even bought his tickets and it was like. Oh, it was like 125 mm-hmm. for his ticket, you know? Yeah. And that's now like a cheap ticket to yeah. Vegas. Now, if you told me that, I'd be like, okay, let's go. Yeah. So that's how much he paid. But, I mean, Seattle, you had ticket prices at like $800 for the first game. And I, I, I bet by the end of the season, they're 50 bucks. Yeah. If that. So that's I mean, they think they're still going to ride that high of a brand new team. But Vegas is what it is, you know, five years later because of that first season. Mm-hmm. And people want to go there because of that first season. So I think they're doing themselves a really bad disservice. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, Brady Gachuk was named the captain, captain of the Senators. I did see that. And this totally breaks my theory of I think he'll be gone in a couple <laughs> years. But he could still be gone in a couple years. I mean... You know, Jack Eichel. Captains get traded all the time. Speaking of like captains being, you know, gone, but Jack Eichel, he was in the captain. Topic. I mean, it's over. He's he's now. I know, but Buffalo does not have a great track record. Speaking of Vegas Golden Knights, you know, like I just feel like everyone keeps going to Vegas. I'm like, you know, much more room on this roster. He's gonna do so much better. I think. I, I, I really I hope so. I feel weird about Buffalo. I feel like Evander Kane 
that whole, yeah, that whole situation. He left and it was not good. What's going on there? I don't know. It's it's a great hockey town. It's kind of like one of the the USA hotbeds for like hockey. Like it's actually yeah. like one of the most popular places in the US for hockey. And they just they're they're getting low attendance to the NHL games. Yeah, like, I just don't do you, get it. Like, how do you even get low needs attendance? To change there. Like like you And hearing like the backstory on him, I'm like this is all because they wouldn't let him choose what he's doing with his own body. Yeah. It, like I get that contracts are contracts, but if Well, it, it's apparently that like Buffalo is now a red flag for most like players and so hopefully they learned for, from this and they kind of change things in Buffalo. I mean, they have they started out pretty good this season. They've kind of like tailored Fizzled. off and been kind of like a 50-50 team mm-hmm. from here on out, but I mean, just keep winning. Just don't finish dead last this year. Yeah. I think would be a a win for them. But I mean, they got they got a got some okay. They got Alex Tuch, Tucci, Tuck. I know I like to say Tuch though. <laughs> Tuch. It bugs me. It's like it's like a uh, Rin Tin Tin. Rin Tin Tin. His name's Rantanen. Yeah, but they got they got Tuch from uh, Vegas. Nicknames. They got. Peyton nicknames, Krebs. nicknames. They are the nicknames. I get it. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> oh, oh, and man. so they got that. They got a first pick in next year's draft, <laughs> and they got a second pick in the next draft. So they got they got a pretty good haul. Yeah, for him. But and I really hope Jack Eichel comes back. But and hopefully the rest of his career is not plagued by injury because I could totally see him kind of. Yeah, I just I think there's going to be a lot of pressure. I hope that they give him the freedom in which they it seems they already have in Vegas to just heal, have a surgery on his knee, heal his neck. Oh, it is his neck. Yeah, I thought you said it was knee. No, Um, well, have a surgery, heal from it and and fully recover. Give him a fair chance to come back. You know, did you talk last week about what really is going on with it with him? About like it was his surgery that yeah. he wanted to have a certain surgery, and their doctors wouldn't let him have a surgery that he chose, and it was this back and forth, and it was a lot of things. And Robin Leonard came out and said that Buffalo, was, you know, basically screwed up his ankle, and it's still screwed up because of the way they handled. Which is what I'm talking about, injuries. Buffalo. And yeah, there's been a lot of this stuff coming out, and. Mm-hmm. I think well, if we've learned one thing, that players have a voice. And, and players know their body better than anyone else. I mean, I can advocate for that. Yeah. A doctor could look at me, and I could probably, like, not that I'm a doctor. I couldn't yeah. tell you what's wrong with me. No, I don't have the smarts that they do. But I'm pretty in tune just because of my situation of being paralyzed with my body. And I feel like really anyone really knows their body the best. And if these well, doctors aren't willing we, to like got, take got, into consideration what he feels is right for his own body, I'm like, ugh, when, I feel like there's something. When we've gotten to Doctor Stewart, he kind of like asks you more like, "What do you think?" You know, then he like he like yeah. almost like lets you. Well, be his, he your wants own to know. Well, no, he wants to know my opinion before he makes a decision, because he wants to make an educated decision, and I yeah. think that really like talking with, to with you. Your, 
you know, yeah. best interest in, in mind. Right. I think talking to a doctor and ta- the doctor talking to like a patient and I, I wasn't in the room with, with that whole situation. I don't know what happened, but I just think that taking into consideration what the person feels like is right. If, I mean, who's going to go into surgery if they don't feel like it's right for them? Like, yeah. are you crazy? Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah. Um, hurricanes finally lost. Finally. I don't like the Hurricanes. <laughs> they lost too. They're a bunch of jerks. <laughs> Autumn's on that side of that bandwagon. Yeah. That all came about when they were playing the Capitals. Yeah. So TJ Oshie went down. Yeah. <laughs> and then the game set, and then the same game seven overtime loss. <laughs> Autumn doesn't forget. No, I don't. The North still made me mad. Autumn, the North does not forget. <laughs> Autumn never forgets. Um, but yeah, they lost to Florida. So that made Florida kind of jump into that first spot in the league. I know. And, they've got a good team. And, like, there's a lot of notes I had that there was only three games tonight that, like, every game affected my notes that I had earlier today <laughs> because I had Florida. Like, Florida has not lost in regulation. Well, guess what? They lost in regulation tonight. Yeah. So they lost to the Rangers. So they were looking really good. I mean, I mean, it's one game regulation. They're probably still first in the league. Um Toronto was on a five-game win streak. That also ended tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what didn't end tonight? Capitals winning. I don't know if they have a streak, but Caps No, won. they've kind of actually <laughs> dropped a couple games, I think. But, um, but yeah, Capitals, well, that was another note is... Ovechkin. Ovechkin tied. I had him on my... He was tied in goals uh-huh. with Leon Dreisaitl at 10, but he scored tonight, so... He goes up and he's the sole, you know, leader in the league right now with eleven goals, and he ties Brett Hull, yeah, as on the fourth on the list of all time goals, and he also got a six hundredth assist. Yep, tonight also. So team player, man. Big big night for the Ovechkin. They beat the Buffalo Sabers. We've been talking about them. Yep. So <laughs> they uh, they won tonight. I said tonight, man. Autumn, it's a good night for hockey. Caps play, Leafs play, Panthers play. There's only three games. Yeah. And Leafs lost, Panthers lost, and Capitals won. So Yeah. It was funny. The other night at dance, we kind of pulled up to pick up the kids early for carpool, and Caps went into overtime. <laughs> and the Leafs. Toronto went into overtime, and yeah. we're all sitting there just tuned into this phone. And I think that tonight we would have been tuned in had it not been a scrimmage, had it just been a practice. <laughs> yeah. I think that that game would have been on our phones. Yeah. So, I mean, like like this podcast, our kid usually trumps whatever else. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good you know what i don't have much to no, say about I meant, daylight i met alexi how she kind of takes over the hockey talk oh yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah but um yeah so yeah tampa bay has been winning too they're kind of coming back up toronto Dude, and i don't tampa know why bay. i don't like tampa bay as much this year yeah well it's because they're winning you know, well, and then I see their cups. merch and it makes me want to buy it because they're the Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> and my daughter plays for the Lightning. So I'm like, I want to buy their merch, but I really don't care for their team. We'll, we'll just put a little Salt Lake over the <laughs> Tampa Bay. Salt Lake Lightning. All right. Um, I wanted to mention the Anaheim. Um, they're third in the Pacific Division, and I called that they were going to make the playoffs. So right now, if playoffs started, they would be making the playoffs. 
Alice would be stoked. Yeah, and they can't. They're coming off two overtime loss, a shootout loss, and now they have three wins. That's points in the last five games. So they're on a roll. That's good to see. Um, Colorado's below five hundred. Wow. For being a team that was like the favorite to win the Stanley Cup, and now they're a bummer. Below five hundred, and that's crazy to see. Um, Arizona got their first win of the season against none other than the Seattle Kraken. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good team. Uh, Yeah. um, Ovechkin leading in goals, like I said. Um, Dreisaitl and McDavid lead in points. Of course, that's... Yeah, not surprised there. Yeah, they're always first and second. You know, they're Dude, 23 and 22 points. McDavid is unreal. Yeah, splitting. He took on four Rangers by himself. Yeah. Like, dude, that was nuts. When I saw that video, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, how did this even happen? How do four guys not be able to get the puck? Like, He just made them look silly. It's hard to skate through four, like, cones. Crones, cones, <laughs> four cones, and like keep the puck that were that close together, let alone people, man, with, with their sticks. NHL, NHL players, yeah, you know? and a good team, yeah, and a good team. So, I mean, are the Oilers for real? I mean, they're nine and one right now, yeah, for some reason, they just can't, they just can't like win in the end, like, they just can't pull it out, I guess. <sighs> yeah, some people have a hard time pulling it out. Oh my, there's your bleep button. Where is it at? It's not what I meant. <laughs> no, just joking. Uh, but uh, oh, the Oilers, I mean, are they for real? And I, I just don't, I don't have any faith in these goalies still. I mean, I've talked about it a lot on this podcast that Koskinen, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's Time that great a goalie. Up, huh? And Mike Smith is just old and he, he's kind of like me as a goalie. He kind of. Gets his emotions running and he lets them known. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if the Oilers are for real. I got goalie worries still. Can they win the playoffs? I don't know. I don't think so. So, trade deadline comes. I'm pretty sure they're going to be going goalie shopping. Speaking of goalies, Carey Price is coming back to the Canadians. I know. Good to hear. So, and they're looking, the Canadians are looking forward to that. I don't know why they would be any different you know yeah <laughs> this guy basically took you to the stanley cup finals well and not only that year. but you know hasn't their team been kind of yeah they, they want they've won like two games yeah <laughs> without him yeah so. get a little change of pace in there yeah um also i did want to mention that the nwhl or formerly known as the nwhl they changed their name oh, to did the they? to the phf Drop like the women's because like they want to be like not like oh we're women's sports they just yeah. want to be known as sports uh-huh. and that's great I can I, understand that yeah like I mean it's not like it's the national men's hockey league yeah it's just the national hockey league yeah so so what does that stand for it's the Premier Hockey Federation okay PHF so the Premier Hockey Federation had their first games this last weekend. They were streamed on ESPN Plus. Um, we didn't tune in. We were in Rock Springs and stuff, yeah. and busy weekend. We should have tuned in just mm-hmm. on the ESPN Plus. Does the PWHPA start? Are they going to play again this 
the um, season? Yeah, have a so, season? so they're not associated with each other. Right. Kind of too. Um, they're gonna, they've been doing these like little tours kind of uh-huh. games and they're probably, most of those players are playing in the Olympics. Okay. So maybe they're training. So for they're that. all probably training for the Olympics right now. Uh-huh. I don't think they have any more tours or games scheduled as of right now. I'm really excited for the Olympics. Yes. I mean, men's hockey is going to be cool, but it's, I love watching the women's hockey with Alexi. It's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I wanted to talk about this PHF. The um, the girls playing hockey, I mean, they're back, they're playing, they should have games on ESPN Plus all the time, so watch these games, support these girls. Um, wanted to um, talk about who won, lost. The There's only six teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So the Wales, the Connecticut Wales, and the Riveteers, yeah. they uh, split their two games, so okay. each one of them took a game. The Toronto and Buffalo played, and Toronto won. They only played one game. Mm. The other two were two-game series. And then Boston, which won the championship last year, played Minnesota, and Boston won both games. So Cool. Boston right now sits on top of the league. And, yeah, so tune into these girls' games, support them, watch hockey, get out there, support your kids, play hockey. Support Utah hockey. Support. Get out to some Grizzly games in a few weeks. Go some to juniors, college games. Some juniors, Mustangs games. Whatever you can. Support some hockey. Yeah. And like always, this has been another fun podcast. Lots of laughs. With with Autumn. <laughs> it's late night. <laughs> Hopefully you get Mason back next week. After dark with Nick and Autumn. Oh no. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> Alright, well, see you next time on Cup Talk. Next time on Cup Talk. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It's too late. Cut, cut.